conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome. Man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast 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 Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Oh, we talking. Our ten favorite hip hop okay. album covers. So we gonna do favorite, and we gonna do greatest. <laughs> no, I, let's do favorite because nah, because nah. It's, the, the greatest no, is too subjective. It's man, gonna be a bit. Hell no, nah. you said that's that's a bait and switch, nigga. That's why we here. You bait and switch before we even get to that. Then hold on, we got a we we got a special guest came back to do this one with us, man. Um, Chris Charles is back in the building, or at least back on the line with us. Yeah, <laughs> man, what's good, bro? Um, I don't know what you're trying to do. You're trying to do the best of the favorite, Chris. What you want to do? <laughs> well, I mean, I, the best. I, uh, I'm I'm all about the favorite. I think that that leaves it a bit open. For, okay, for debate and conversation. Okay, you know see, yeah. I was. I was I was about to be who, the best. Like you just go to a website and see who somebody thinks. Like, yeah, but they're not gonna be right. Best, but. Say we, but we, we right. I know. But if we, I but know. if we say our favorite, like we, we can argue, like why we can lay out the argument for why we think or why this is our favorite, and it, and I think yeah. it'll tie in what you're saying because in our argument for why we think or why this is our favorite cover, we talk about the mm-hmm. impact, this, that, and the other. It will indirectly prove it's mm-hmm. one of the best covers. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at that. So that's funny because that's one of the things I got written down is criteria. Like before we even got to what our favorite, well, I wrote criteria because we always do criteria for like the, uh, what a classic yeah. is. We do criteria for what a legend is, what an icon is, what a, um, right. you know, what a, you know, these things. So I was thinking we would lay out criteria for what, it takes to be on the best of list for an album cover. You know what I mean? But I think those same things will, mm-hmm. will be applicable if we talk about our favorites. So we ain't got to do a best of list. I, I agree with y'all. I, you know, you, but you know me. I was I was coming on here to make the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That's yeah. all right, because I think we'll build, I think a lot of what's on our list might cost Oh, yeah, for you know sure. I mean? and we're going to be sharing some I of agree. Things. And I think I'm very interested to hear about why. Because I know for me, not to jump off and, and like jump right into it, but I mean, some of my favorite album covers, mm. they remind me of a time. Right. And a place right. where I was when I might have heard that. You know, so that's always going to stick with me. And that, that's I think it's relevant. You know, not only just the acumen and skills, mm-hmm. you know, how fly it is, but 
but right. due to the emotional yeah. impact of it. Right. right. Go ahead. No, I, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to quickly say, like, um, I, I think we should preface the conversation. Well, what we're about to say, I think um, last time we was on the line, right, um, we was mentioning um, the music appreciation. We were talking really about the, well, the, uh, how music kind of declined. And then so we was talking about in the other areas of art, did that also decline? Remember, we, we kind of mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this just brought to mind with um, what he just mentioned about how most album covers that remind you of a time, what you were doing. I guarantee all of the album covers that we'll name, they have somewhat a nostalgic <laughs> um, feel for us. We know what we was doing at that time, what was going on in our lives, you know what I mean? What was the style at that time? You know, all those different types of things. But what I noticed, because um, uh, it's just a common thing, like when we talked about the music, you saw the music decline, and then artistry or art, various art- artists in other areas, you saw that decline uh, too. I, I'm going to argue, and I'm not saying that there's not dope cover mm-hmm. art out now uh, that's come out in you know contemporary times, right? But there is, but I feel like it was more feeling, just like the music, it was more feeling, it was more thought put before. into it. Mm-hmm. Um, before, as opposed to now. And I think, um, well, I know that's one of the things that I'm going to um, try to make clear with okay. some of my choices. Yeah, my I, I think that's I think that's yeah, very sure. true. I think it's I think it's true though because album art is less useful now. You see what I'm saying? I think <clears> it's gonna <throat> decline because it doesn't. There's no tactile album art. But yeah, there's no hard right, copy no hard to copies. interact with. So right. The the digital impact that yeah. it's gonna have on you is a little different than the than the the that personal that visceral reaction you're gonna have when you pick up a piece of vinyl or you pick up a a cassette or a, a CD. You know, flipping through the what's new on iTunes or, or browsing what's new on Spotify. You know, mm-hmm. the cover art. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, that's true. But I think no, I was gonna say I think. But you know how I look at cover art, even like in the digital space now, I look at mm. it like when I'm trying to find a movie mm-hmm. on Netflix, <laughs> you know, and sometimes I might not be familiar with the movie, but the cover looks dope. Yeah. So I click play and watch it now and lost an hour and a half uh. in the movie that might be good. <laughs> so I think album covers and, and the reason why I feel like it's an interesting conversation is because I've had to be thoughtful about that over the years as I'm working mm-hmm. with clients who are going straight to digital, for example. And I have to look at how something translates in a two by two square, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or a one by one square shrunk down because I know nobody's probably right. going to see it any bigger than that. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it's impactful not only from just the fact that it's not no longer a tangible good most of the time, but also as a, as an artist and artists who are tasked to make these products, how you have to change your way of thinking, you know, and, and kind of think within that space because that might, Unless you go print it for your own archives, anybody can print that, you know? So we have to design with that in mind, you know what I mean? So 
versus knowing that, oh, this is going to be a big old 12 inch. You know, I got to make this so and so. And I know they're going to see it no matter how small it is, you know, whatever, you know, I'm not going to spare no detail. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a part of why I think, you know, people are being a bit, I'm, I'm not going to say lazy, but yeah, the, the detail that we used to see back in the day is not nearly. Right. Yeah. Right. Not, yeah. I agree. So do we start with, I think we can go through, start with some of our favorites. And I think through that, we'll start to reveal what the criteria for becoming a favorite is instead of going through a list of criteria and then getting to the albums. I think it'll reveal itself. Okay. So, um, yeah, with... who you want? You want to go first, Al? Oh, um, not, uh, right, I wanted one of y'all to, to go first. We'll pivot to Chris. Then. Yeah, we'll pivot to the guest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, take your bat lead off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go first. And and you know, once again, this is this album cover. It might not resonate with a lot of people as a visual piece of art, but for me, when I saw it. Okay. At the time, it was a fly style. Wow. And it was <laughs> wow. You know how many times that album come okay. across my mind today? Period. <laughs> yeah. I didn't Man. write it down. <laughs> That's <laughs> dope that yeah. I didn't write it down. But yeah. yeah. Um, I remember when I saw, when I, okay, when I heard the, the single, mm-hmm. the, the actual single, Mech on the Soul. Yeah, it back, was. It, it was actually like a maxi single. And it's not the version I think that's on the album. You got to find like a version. Like, it's, it's a different version. But anyway, so that was my first introduction to Pete Rock and CL Smooth, even though I had been listening to, to Pete Rock on mm-hmm. the radio for, for a while, you know. And that's this is about the time when he was just spitting out remixes. Mm-hmm. You know, he was with Johnny Gill, and, you know, just everybody that had a jam out, he was remixing somewhere that they was killing. So when I saw that Benz, <laughs> the, the SL500 Benz, and it was a fly black and white shot, and CL had the, the leather jacket on, and they both had the, he had the 40 below Tim's. I'm like, yo, that's the flyest thing ever. And yeah, the color that shit palette, was cool. The yellow and the green, and that's that, that, that circle situation, man. And that, that to me was fly, and it was very elegant as far as like, and, but like, now that I'm thinking about it after the fact, as a designer and as someone in the office mm-hmm. looking at it, it's such an elegant and simple design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like perfectly symmetric. Yeah, it was, it was well, well, well done. All the way down to the intricacy of the logo. It was hard. The, um, it was hard. You know what I mean? That that mark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The sun and, and the beautiful. The yeah. In the that, yeah. So that that's on my list. That, that's dope. And I, I just want to add to that, Pete Rock. When remember, um, and this came to mind when he said that, and I actually thought Abe that you was going to mm-hmm. mention the Mecca and Soul Brother album cover, but. Pete Rock did uh, about four, four years ago. He did a joint project with Smoke Dizzy, Don't Smoke Rock, mm. and that and they mm. kind of, um, they kind of recreated like, it. Uh, mm-hmm. Recreated it to a degree, yeah. And they're both okay. in uh, okay. all black in front of yo the, that that in front of the car fire too. In yeah, front of the Jeep, Don't Smoke Rock, yeah, fire album's too. fire. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was cool, kind of. Um, I, I, and I think that was actually Smoke Dizzle. I mm-hmm. want to pay to the out. era. Yeah, I can yeah. That. And so he chose to kind of recreate that artwork. Yeah, I think the 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 that one. Yeah, that's not. I think that was one of the albums that probably did it for me. 
You see what I'm saying? And I think seeing that, um, mm-hmm. that's one of the album covers that every time I saw it, like every single time I saw it, I knew I was going to get the music I wanted to hear. Like, because my favorite producer, you know what I'm saying, like in the world was Pete yeah. Rock. So <clears throat> I think I fell so in love with the music that it overshadowed the cover for me. You know what I mean? Like, because I, I became a fan of Pete. Like, so that cover was mm-hmm. synonymous with everything good music in that era for me. Uh, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was, that was, that was, that was a nuts era. Like I, I literally listened to, they reminisce over you every day for a year, I think for a school year. So, yeah, I think I did too. I think I might've played mm-hmm. that album back, like front to back consecutively. For like, yeah. At least an entire summer. Yeah, it was that and, and at Black Moon into the stage that at that time though yeah. that year yeah. I, I played that that album every day and reminisce over you for some reason that song i had to hear it like it was something i needed to hear every day you know what i mean uh it was just a part of it one of my favorite album covers of all time and and the funny thing is is i don't remember the music you know like <laughs> this man has put out so much music i don't yeah. necessarily remember what music was on this album at the time you see what i mean but Ice T's power, we talked about it a little bit the other day. Mm-hmm. But that power cover mm-hmm. with uh, okay. with Darlene, and the funny thing is, and it was very very similar to uh, well not similar. I don't know what I would say it was similar to, but to me it was it was the most gangster cover, like because of the. You know this FedEx logo? This is nerdy as hell, but the FedEx logo, so you can look at it a thousand times and mm-hmm. not realize that there's an arrow between the E and the X. You see what I mean? Arrow and then the yeah. Amazon logo, <laughs> yeah. you can look at it a million yeah. times and not realize yeah. that the smile is drawing the uh, arrow from the A to the Z in Amazon. These kind of things. The power cover mm-hmm. was similar because when you turn it around, you saw Darlene on the front with the with the, with the the shotgun exposed. Yeah. But Ice T and yeah. his man, I can't remember his name right now. His man is on the cover, uh not exposed behind their back, but when you turn the cup turn the photo, the, the album cover around, everybody got a gun. You know what I mean? Ice T holding like a Uzi and old boy holding the shotgun too. But that was yeah. so hard. Yeah. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> and then then Darlene yeah. was just absolutely That's gorgeous. Dope. Y'all talk about Stunning. So Gorgeous. that yeah, cover, so that was the hardest, most ingenious thing. I was like, "Yo, this is it. How much? Who thought of this? You know what I mean? Like, who thought of this? Mm-hmm. And it ain't with three people standing in yeah. a white background with pretty bad typography. To be honest with you, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the letter work is not yeah, that yeah, hot. Yeah, the letter Yep. <laughs> But the concept is so dope. Yeah, I, Overall, I can deal with it. Like, like, I, I can deal with it. Like, yeah. it's horrible. Everything other than the picture is horrible. But the picture is mm-hmm. so hard. And the funny thing is, this man is standing here in a nurse in nurse scrubs. It looked like with a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got the crisp. Uh, I just, you know, it's funny because I always looked at that and always thought nurse scrubs as well. Until the backside is kind of, you can 
exactly more detail exactly but yeah you can't tell that just you know but this 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 spoke to me when i was young like the the artistic and i was like oh shit what in the hell yeah i was a little distracted oh yeah that was to 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 really yeah to really even i mean for me you know at the, I don't think outside of two live true, there weren't yeah, any with the honey like, Ohio players a little bit before then, obviously. There weren't a lot of yeah, yeah. There weren't a lot of album covers that actually had black women right. on the cover showing their showing their cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't remember anything. That's like, a, another reason why this is one of my favorite it. album covers yeah. all the time. Like Darlene is definitely like I know her there name. We weren't supposed to go. know her name. There's absolutely no reason for us to know Darlene's name. No. This album cover gave us every reason in the world for to figure out who she was, you know. Um, so yeah, like the the what 12 year old, 10 to 12 year old boy seeing this and the the, the gangster part of it and the sexual part of it is just like, okay, like how can you really have a cover at this time that was like more impactful? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was surely a gateway. That was definitely a gateway. Yeah, that's a fact. Definitely a gateway. In that's a, couple a fact. Of <laughs> what you what you got, Alex? Uh, so I'm. Mine is um, Ghostface Killer mm-hmm. Iron Man cover. Uh, yeah, that picture was done by um, Daniel Hastings. Um, mm-hmm. Who, of course, okay. did enter thirty six chambers. Um, only that's what people I was about to say. Nas, I am covered. Somebody else said Nas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Danny did a lot of work, a lot of stuff back. But um, when you when I think when I think about what people traditionally refer to as the golden era uh, of of hip hop and what was going on at that time, like they ushered in, like that was the style because they all right. Everyone's in polo. Everybody's mm-hmm. in low wear. Mm-hmm. Cuban links, clocks, like which they and when this dropped, and of course um, prior albums because before this you had Cuban link, but it, it was just like um, they ushered in a whole new style that became like kind of a, a dominant. It became like the dominant like kind of trend. I mean, I didn't own a pair of clocks until after these albums. To after this album. That's yeah, right. that's a fact. <laughs> the influence, the is, influence is crazy. The and, influence. and like the polo skyrocketed when um, and Can It Be Also Simple video when Raekwon had See, that's the, the funny thing. Like, uh, I'll polo take the polo. clocks, but I can't take the polo. Yeah, like, yeah. Think, I, I, what, no, I'm what not I'm saying they was the first to do it. I can see how the next generation could, though. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, because for my generation, okay. it would probably be Grand Poobah. And you see what I'm saying? That those dudes brought the the polo through. And we, when Wu came through wearing it, we was already wearing it. So we related to them because it was like, oh, shit, them niggas is on it, too. You see what I mean? Like, that's how it, that's how it felt. But I completely, because. Yeah, yeah. But we did, from that point on, really adopt the Clarks and all that stuff. You see what I'm saying? So I I can see yeah. exactly how they brought Polo to one era and brought Clarks to you see what I'm saying? So they just kinda added on to what was 
to what was already popping. You know, like with the low lights and all this stuff that's already happening. Right. Um, yeah. Right, right, right. No, I'm just about to, to talk about mm-hmm. that, you know. I was just about to mention that because um, I was like kind of in the middle of that, you know, as far as like literally being in Brooklyn and being in high school and going to college the first time or, you know, and being on the train and just the culture. And also just like kind of a side note with like the Clarks. Mm. Um, I'd wear mm. Clarks since mm. I was a kid. And that was the British import, you know, as far as because a lot of West Indians wore Clarks in Jamaica and in London. And then they migrated to the city, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the original reason why clocks suddenly started showing up in, in the hood because people mm-hmm. had to buy for them because they knew they would last forever, mm. you know? So I, for me, the connection happened because I, I thought it was, I thought they were always fly shoes and they were always mad. Yeah. But when I saw hip hop starting to adopt that as a part of a certain kind mm. of uniform, that made them even flyer to me, you know? And to this day, I still got you know, keep me a few pair on, on, on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they just fly. Yeah. You know, I used to work in them, do everything in them. And then with the low lives, um, yeah, like Ralph Lauren had kind of always been popping in, in at least in the yeah. beginning, you know. Um, and of course, with, you know, the whole like the whole low life situation and seeing the low lives and the decepts go at it, seeing cats who, there's a cat right now who owns a pretty large clothing brand who that has a store in Brooklyn. I'm not going to name the name, but they have a store in Brooklyn. And everybody knows who they are as far as if you up on like style. Mm-hmm. And, and it has a, a connotation to a, to a, a, a carnival. I'll say that, right? I'm going to let the smart guests kind of, the smart, the smart listeners can probably figure it out and do a little research. But this cat, he's of Haitian descent. Mm. And he was one of the top young lowlifes coming up. So it's funny how now this, this dude owns a, you know, a public, publicly traded fly clothing brand. And it's not nothing related to Ralph Lauren, but you can see if you look at the clothing, mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of taking some style tidbits from that classic, classic cut with the cardigans, and the, you know, the bowler hats and, you know, the fly little stuff like that. So definitely. yeah, man, clocks always been fly. Yeah. When I when I see this cover, this came out when I was in tenth mm. grade. But like, so when I see this, it just brings me back to a time when I would <laughs> just love hip hop, right? It just screamed mm-hmm. hip hop, mm-hmm. you know. What I mean, even even down, um, and we, you know, a time when you yeah, were waiting for to drop. that time. To open mm-hmm. it, to, to act, you know, tactile, right? <laughs> Input. So we actually get the album and rip it open and read the credits. That's what this this album take me back to. Yeah. And I just and I love the color scheme. Mm-hmm. It that that mm-hmm. yeah, what man. you just mentioned then is absolutely true. I think it took it. This this album is during what I might say is the height of the tactile experience. You know what I mean? Because you had you had the anticipation, you had yeah. the midnight run on the stores, you had the actual physical product. You know what I mean? You had the the style and the lifestyle garments and stuff that was still in the price range of the general public. You know what I mean? So you could experience pretty much everything that the artist experienced in a real tactile way, mm-hmm. uh, like like. Unlike any time in, yeah. in that I can think of in history, because you know what I mean, like 
that that I was alive, we couldn't get. If you was dressing like Michael Jackson, you look weird. You just look like a Michael Jackson fan. You yeah. look weird in the real yeah. street, though. You know what I'm saying? You look, you know what I mean. But if you look right. like Mob Deep, right, you look right, like everybody right. else. If you look yeah. like, if you look like somebody off the Iron Man yeah. cover, you look like everybody else. You was just fly. You might not dress like them niggas, but it was everybody right. had their necessarily yeah. own aesthetic, and it but it was affordable. It was, you know what I mean? Not you know, eh, affordable, but mm-hmm. right. It was high, yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, it was. But that's not exactly. Right. You know I mean, and that and, was, but, and that was a part of the part. It was high, was but it wasn't right. Gucci high because everybody knew that right. wasn't cheap. And you know what I mean? Like I, I could get it yeah. if I could right. work a job. Right. You could get, get it. it with two checks. It wouldn't take me a year of checks to get it, and I wouldn't be dead ass if I did it. You know what I'm saying? So it was just right. you know I think we had access to a lot within mm-hmm. the culture at yeah. that time. Like now everything is priced out. You you're gonna look crazy if you look like a rapper. You got yeah. on fake stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say this: Cuban link, mm. the Cuban link chain, seen a, mm. seen a spike <laughs> all the way up to now because of them. You Between Ghost and <laughs> I won't cover. It's like two it's like about two about this, a spike the hair and bone. Cover. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. True. That's facts. Yeah, Cuban links definitely. Yeah, that's a fact. Definitely could thank, could thank uh the chef for that. Yeah, you know, because he he was the, he was the godfather of the hood, kind of getting up on. Right, you know, cats were going. Right, but nobody was big enough. To put I think it's your yeah. turn again, Chris. Oh, okay. Um, let me go back well, to my oh, list, man. I got oh, before you say yours, Chris, uh, what 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 list? What are we? You've named. Right yeah. And have we named what? Four. Okay, then this would be four. Yeah, back on him. So we had four. The fourth cover. Okay, so yeah. Okay, um, my number two, or well, my mm. second pick is of uh, the low end theory album cover. Okay, you know, once again, because I'd never seen a hip hop yeah. album cover that looks like that, and I remember wondering, did she make it? And then the body paint, the color theme, the red, black, and uh, green spoke to me because I always saw this color growing up and I think I was in college when this came out and the first my first attempt at college and when I I, so Mm -hmm. once again the connection to the visuals and the sound because that was the first hip-hop record that was almost all Mm -hmm. bottom like jazz foundation to me so the album cover to me sounded and, and it, like everything was a perfect blend. The name of the record, the graphics, or the, you know, the artwork, and then the sound all meshed so perfectly to where it was just all one. Yeah. Which was like, that's why for me, it was like one of the perfect album covers because just like a lot of album covers that we probably will be talking about, but this one in particular at that point in my life, I had never seen anything like that. You know what I mean? And I had never heard anything like that. And then I found myself digging because I, I saw them, them making a big deal about mm-hmm. all these old jazz cats. And I'm like, yep. God, I know Roy Hayes from somewhere. Yep. You know, I'm in my pops stash. You know, I know Ron Carter from somewhere. And I'll be, you know, so now I'm sitting here. So it was a lot, it was a history lesson as well as a art lesson for me, you know. So definitely low end theory. That's definitely that's, that's one mm-hmm. of my um that's one yeah, of my easy. too. Easy. Mm-hmm. 
just a great piece, like even just to look at aesthetically. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's a yeah. Low end theory like, is one of those things. Like while you was talking, I was I was I was really just going down the list of criteria that I have down here, and it's like it told the story of what you was about to hear. You know what I mean? Without even showing the artist, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it told the story, the 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 impact of it. I think. Because they use that same character to carry the carry their aesthetic through all of the albums. I mean, they, they, when you see that, you know what it is. Anyway, I don't care where it is. When you see that image, you know what it is. It, yeah, immediately right. you know what it is. Um, immediately, and it's tribe. So in, impactful is. I mean, shit. I did. I recreated did I recreated Midnight Marauders using that that same lady um uh, for for art school when I was in college for a project. You know what I mean like so you talking impact like that's a okay. that's a thing okay. that I've that image has been a part of my life since that album came out. You know what I mean? It's like it never went away. Yeah, and thematically, outside of you know, of course, not you know, with people in the sense of traveling past mm-hmm. and all that, which kind of sort of had a similar color. That's color what I mean. Palette. This one, the low end theory, they kind of yep. kept that. That joint has always been yep. present, ever ever present. That red bracket. Yep, it's Ooh, always been there. Beats, rounds, and life it was carrying the flag, even in the drawing. Like it was, it's always been there, and it's it's literally timeless and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Like of course, it's an art piece, whether it was. It it should be released as an art piece, period. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one of them. Uh, One of my favorites. The funny thing is, though, out of all the albums that I have written down, out of all the albums, the one I have written down is my favorite is Midnight Marauders. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's the one that I have too. written down. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and throw that one out there because we talking about this. Yeah, because we talk about the aesthetic. Like, yeah, j- jump on in that. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, it's the it's the aesthetic, right? And I think it's so perfect because low end theory was a completely new venture in hip-hop you know what i'm saying sonically completely so the artwork being completely new and and mm-hmm. being as what seemingly cryptic but still telling the story and, and kind of moody i think that was perfect but when you get the midnight marauders they keep the theme so the subject is still there but it, it involves everybody that's anybody in hip-hop in a headshot yeah, you know I mean, like literally, like seventy yeah. something pictures of people they look, they love and respect in hip hop. So that's like every time you pick it up, it's like picking up a a a, a, a copy of the source or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, and all like a kind of low key history lesson because I know I remember seeing some photos on it. Yeah, no, necessarily rock with tribe like that. You know, there were a lot of exactly. a lot of, lot of the native tongues in there. There were people who some people. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, 
mean, what? there were people who I had yeah. to learn who they were. And then the nerd, like, go ahead, go you ahead. know. So in that way, it was the education, as the education level. Yeah, like, yeah, who, yeah, they were thing. almost putting you Same on thing. to people. Who are these people? Um, but the ones you didn't know. Yeah, it was. That was that's. That's always gonna be one of my favorite favorite covers because every time you pick it up, it was it was like a choose your own adventure story. You know what I mean? Like you, I might start with the top row, I might start in the bottom, but I ain't I ain't figured out who everybody is yet. You know what I mean? And for a while, that was part of sitting there listening to the album is studying the cover. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the album. I think that the cover felt like the album. Yeah. There's something about, I think mainly the first single, you know, the World Tour Joint was kind of a big, that felt like the yeah. cover. But also the young photography nerd in me was nerding out about mm. Like wondering, did they get everybody together in the studio to do that? Time? Yeah. Did, you know, how did, what was the process of getting all of those headshots? All consistent, all, you know, the same exact composition, whatever, whatever. So I remember thinking, that at that time, like wondering what that, that yeah, that's fine. Whoever the doctor, that's fine. That was cool. Too. So, yeah, that's my nerd out mm-hmm. over Midnight Marauders, man. What's um, what you got, Alan? <laughs> I'm I'm going mm-hmm. to go with uh Jay Z Reasonable Doubt, man. And okay, and okay. um, because of impact wise, of course, mm-hmm. um. You know, Jonathan Mannion did the photography, uh, but when you look at when you when you look at it, uh, of course he dressed up, got the the hat, mm-hmm. tilted hat down over his face, pinky ring showing. Jay Z brought the reason why everybody's saying they're a boss now is because of this album in '96, because mm. up until that point everybody was the tough guy. They had the burner days, hustling in the street, but nobody was like talking like they were bosses running stuff jay-z kind of ushered that in and he mentioned and he he mentioned it even on um on a a reasonable doubt album throughout there he said no more big willie my green my game is grown prefer you call me william then on of course on the single their presidents he said you know i got the whole city Mm. going broke trying to keep up with me like um it's just so much stuff, but it was he. This is like this yeah, gave birth sure. to the your pusher team. Style so rap, all the high. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest street. with you. This, right. this, in my opinion, you know, gave birth to Frank White. The 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 Frank White version of Biggie Smalls. Oh yeah, because like, right, right, right. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think they kind of, I think, I think it did to a certain extent, but yeah, Jay just got his shot off first. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I think, I think, I think Big was kind of already he had his already kind of in the chamber, but yeah, Dane was like, "Nah, we gotta get this off first, bro." You know, but I agree with that. They 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 were both talking the same language, same same aesthetic, you know, and. But, but like Alan said, it was kind of just talking about the, uh, it was, it was, exactly. it was rap, it was drug rap, exactly. but it was drug rap, like high level yeah. drug rap, which was not what we were used to. And that's what was exactly, I got it. Like, we're not talking about right. anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, no, we're the guy in the building that's not on the street 
you know, we're the ones actually doing, you know, and with the big bubble legs. Right. Get that. First time I saw a bubble legs was yeah, the yeah. shoot, and like you said, and, on regrets, you got to serve the like, fans oh, from what you're serving yeah, for, I, five feet away. Five feet away. He said, nowadays, the brother got to remind me from You know what I mean? Like, that's away. that. I don't want to see him mm-hmm. in third four person. I don't want to yeah, see I'm, him. I'm not you know I mean? That no kind way. of language. Like, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I've yeah. spoken about it before in the show. That shit threw me off. I was not ready for the twice removed from the street hustler. I, I was still, I, because, right. like, like, like we, we talked yeah. about with the Iron yeah. Man, I was still yeah. in tune with the people I could relate to. I wasn't ready to be entertained by somebody that was yeah. in a different realm, you know. So it took me a while to to enjoy Jay Z in that way. Yeah, it, it, I would almost really say was. this was kind of the hip hop equivalent to Scarface the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of cats, I don't think like culturally, a lot of black folk. At the time, at least, at least in our demographic, you know, what I'm saying, weren't right. that, that that didn't that weren't teenagers during black exploitation films, of course, is what I'm saying. So I guess our generation, you and our generation, that was my first time really seeing. Like I saw the connection immediately the first time mm-hmm. I saw Scarface, which is obviously it was it was probably on TV where they try to bleep out all the curses or whatever, you know, and it was highly edited. But yeah, that was the first time for me that I had seen on film that, right. that type of the drug, the drug game from that perspective versus it just the street level. Right. It really is a parallel between yeah, reasonable, yeah, doubt doubt and face, and reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, yeah. and, and he ended up setting, of course, so many trends because he talked about crystal, oh, yeah. and then that became super popular. I mean, people are mm-hmm. still talking about bust down Rollies now. He, but he that's, mentioned, the, that's the thing. He, he talked priced, about that on Dead he Press. He priced hip hop out of a lot of people's you know what i mean he he, he priced it out of people's reality because yeah. once he figured once people figured out that people like the luxury talk everybody did it right and and i'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out and and I, I i do i'm i'm in agreement with um with chris is saying that he think like Biggie had it in the chamber, but he hadn't pulled the trigger yet necessarily on it. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course, Ready to Die came out, but nine six Reasonable Doubt came out, nine seven, uh, you start hearing more of the mm-hmm. Frank White talk after that post Reasonable Doubt, going into life after death. And of course, Frank White and uh, King of New York was boss. So his boss talked like Jay. Um, so I'm I'm just trying to, cause to, I'm just trying to see if there was any areas where in between those headed. times where that we could uh, identify um, being kind of where he was headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to see if we could pinpoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I'm thinking like, like party and bullshit was literally the first time. No, it was the um the Dolly My Baby remix. That's the first time I heard big big, like, so he just kind of jumped right into it. I think, you know what I mean? But he, I ain't going to say that. He, he left, like, he went from the street, then kind of, there was a gradual, I guess, climb into the white persona versus it just being out the gate like Jay. So I think that was the difference. 
So he might, I mean, he might have been sitting. I don't think Big gets to Frank White, mostly Big, in my opinion, without Jay Z and Puff. You know what I mean? Like Puff, I think I don't. I don't even think Big Mm. raps without going. Mm. Like that's how big was on party and bullshit and and Dolly my baby. I don't think big gets to big Papa big without Puff. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? That's not as fast as he got there. You know what I mean? Like he got there within a year or two. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes sense from a from a marketing standpoint because. I think the same way like Dame knew, okay, you know, we're going to make a record for the streets. You know, brothers want to, want to hear about like money, like real money. You know, we don't want to hear about the stuff we see every day. Let's t- like, let's go a couple levels up. So the same way Dame was probably like definitely heavy on getting yep. Jay to drop reasonable doubt when he did. Yep. Puff was like, yep. Yo, you got to make records for the women. Though. Yeah. Tone, tone, tone your voice down a little bit. Get a little yep. smooth with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's get these old samples. That's yeah, I think have, I think that's what right. You know, you you brainer. You know what I mean? I think so, that makes sense. Big was the perfect vessel for what Puff was kicking. He was the perfect vehicle. You know what I mean? But I don't know that because mm-hmm. matter of fact, to hear Puff tell the stories, Big wasn't with it. You know what I mean? He he wasn't even with he wasn't even with Juicy. He didn't want to do that. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I could I could imagine so, that. You know, I don't think he right. was gonna get to right. the to the to the boss status. He probably would have got to the boss status, but the effect of it, the way he was able to pull it off, you know, I think he needed to see it first. I put it to you that way. Yeah. Right, yeah, I think so too. But what's funny, um, uh, what was funny is on a recent, uh, like a week ago. Um, Lil C's was uh, on an IG Live with, with someone, and he was telling the story about one time when he was with Big, and I forgot what Jay songs they was listening to, but mm-hmm. he was like, I saw Big that. told him, he was like, yo, yeah, man, that nigga's that. better than me. I saw that. <laughs> Talking about Jay. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, so that that is interesting. interesting. I, mean, I don't know. So that was, uh, so what, did you, what we just write down just then? Midnight Marauders. Was the last one, and then we went to Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. right? Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Wow. Reasonable doubt. I didn't have that one written down. I looked at it, but I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. My list was geared towards best of all time, so I'm. Some of the ones on the list were my favorites out of best okay. of all time, so I'm leaving off the ones that weren't. You know what I mean? Right, but to be honest, like I was saying, like mm-hmm. think about all that we said about Mid- Midnight Marauders. Everything that you all said about Midnight Marauders was a- is absolutely a justified absolutely. argument to make it one of the best covers of all time. The the, the same the same with even uh, Mecky and the Soul Brother, and I think personally, reasonable doubt. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think we in so line. I, think we I don't still, think we. I don't think we've we, named anything. I think we two birds one like, stone with trash. This. I think the most trash when we named is Ice T's power because aesthetically, the only thing that's good about it is the photo. Yeah. 
I'm talking about that shit is right. horrendous, yeah, yo. That, that, <laughs> that typography is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrible, bro. For the and, time, and it was crazy. Somebody probably the time, The execution was wretched. Hand-drawn. So, yeah, it so it didn't matter. They could have wrote that in Times New Roman. That's what makes it so bad. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. You good. Yeah. But that's what they should have done. Just put the cheeks in the gun and and did it in Ariel or Times New Roman. Like, you know what I mean? And it would have been perfect. It would have looked like punk rock. But gangster. Yep. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Speaking of punk rock, mm-hmm. I, this is not yeah, on right. my list, so I'm, I'm not burning a go. So okay. don't get me wrong here. But Ye- Yeezy is Jesus is one of all my right. favorite album covers of all time because it <laughs> yes with the red tape because it didn't have one. It was so Isn't that clear it case like, okay, with the red tape. <laughs> this ain't ain't nothing about this what you want, yeah. and I do not care. I'm putting it out. There's nothing about this, but that is for you. This is not even for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't find. It. I thought that was fly too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fly too. I, I um, like imagine, imagine you get a client right. that they commission you to design, and they go company. with it, and then you pitch that. <laughs> imagine that conversation, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm you thinking they never go by. They never <laughs> yeah. go by. But if it's yours, it's yep. your shit. Let's get and you can do that. Really indicative of what you were about. So that I know, mean, kudos to that. Completely you know. counter to anything you've ever seen before. I do not care about your opinion. Yeah. Right. I, I respect it. I respect. You it. just I mean, gave I, up I on him because Kanye, <laughs> like a total Kanye record in so long, bro. You know what I mean? I just gave up. Right. Like, you know, you, you, your right. purpose for me in my life is not about music. You know what yeah. I mean? So I like, I'm good. No, with that. I'm, I'm not putting it on the not, list. Yeah, I'm not but, burning but, the gold. Yeah, that aesthetic is gold. It's an honorable mention. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's right. honorable I think mention. Hugo is it? Uh, gotcha. Yeah. It's Chris honorable again. Mention. Okay. I, you. Uh, I think it's Chris. Yeah. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. This yeah. is a, a no brainer for me, but um, yeah, the BRG ready to die, bro. Mm-hmm. Maybe on a couple, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Could yeah, from, like, like aesthetically, come on, that that that's speaking my language right there. Minimal, yeah, white space, you know what I'm saying, and and you know, just the the, the, the yep. imagery of the baby as him, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean. So that that was, I even like the type of me too, for, yeah, for the most part. I, I liked it. Um, it, it's funny you say that. I feel like that album was, uh, like you were saying earlier, a that's like the tribe joint, low in theory, like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yep. you see, you this is a very distinguishable album cover wherever you see it, and I've seen the poster, yep. bad places. I've seen it's, people it's, with the shirt, like it just stands it's out. Perfect. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Because it's, it's like, the, like one yeah, of the most it's all the possibilities, all the tragedy, all the you know what I'm saying. Like it tells a lot. Is notorious Big. It's so many, and it's oxymoronic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's, I get maybe it's either yeah, mm-hmm. ready to die with a baby. Maybe maybe super oxymoronic. Ready oxymoronic. to die. I don't newborn know. Newborn baby but, on the cover. Yeah, but 
the, the fact that it's ready to die right. with a baby Ironic, yeah. and notorious B.I.G. big and is a, a child. You know what I mean? And it's all the possibilities of life because there's mm-hmm. nothing there. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's a yeah. lot going on in this picture yeah. for it to be. And yeah, so this is definitely one of my favorites all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's a good thing about it, too, which you just mentioned, all of the possibilities. Um, of course, you have the life and death mm-hmm. in the cover. And then, of course, you got, mm-hmm. as Chris mentioned, the um, black and white. Um, so, yeah, little pops of like, red. You know. yeah. like, so okay, I think so that... Fun fact. Red, you know. yeah. Do y'all know who that baby is? <laughs> Uh, I didn't until you informed me days ago. <laughs> I now I saw I remember seeing an article about what happened to his name is Keith Roy Yearwood. And I remember seeing a picture and it don't look and like he's just I don't a, know who that I is, think this is his whole claim to fame. I don't know that he did anything mm. in the you know what I mean like in the arts past being getting a hundred fifty dollars <laughs> past his mama getting a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. To have her child be in this photo shoot because that's what she got. Exactly. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it's so funny. I thought it was that his baby daughter. looks like yeah. a little baby. Yeah. My whole my I whole life until that. the other Is day. That really him as a baby? No way. Until the other day, I thought it okay. was his daughter. Okay, well that makes until sense. find out it's a little boy. Sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, the little chubby faced boy, man, they Mm-hmm. Happened to be the biggie baby. Yeah. So it's so it's him and Gravy, the two most famous bigs outside of yeah. big. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah Keith Boy yeah. Him and Gravy. Is the is, but this is definitely one of the the dopest covers, I think. And the funny thing is, is they say he bit off a of dollars. You think so? Yeah, they tried to. I mean, I think that was a bit of a reach, though. I think. I think so. I, th- right. I think so. I mean, so it's like anytime anybody has a young person on a cover, that's going to be a bite. You know what I mean? There was nothing. That's true. To me now I will similar outside of the fact that there was a child on the cover, but I could see I that. But right. I do too. That. I do too. But I, I kind of like agree. That. I like that. I that, that the image. only thing similar right. aesthetically between these covers is is the fact that it's that. a child. So I thought it was a stretch, but it's a I child. I agree with that. Saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understood why he's saying just because the fact yeah. that nobody at that point in hip hop had put a baby on their cover. And right, this at Nas they were that came out six months before <laughs> yeah. Big Cover so, came out. Go ahead. They're too close together to do it. So, so let me ask y'all this, man. So, imagine if hip hop, as it's continued to progress, kept that same energy, and if you even did anything that remotely sounded like your competition, right. you got right. On it. Forcing you, we, we imagine it all the time. Imagine <laughs> that. How, how crazy would that be? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wow, it's like there's so many artists like that I'm thinking of yeah. that, whose names I have no idea what they are or who their name yeah. is, but they all sound so similar. Right. Everything about them is the same to me, so I just right. kind of start losing track. You know what I mean? So, but back then it was like, nah. Yeah. 
Nah, you don't do nah, you, I'm gonna call you on it if you do anything remotely close to what right. you're doing. That's why I'm right like with you know what I mean when Ghostface said that niggas you been could off do nothing close. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I yeah, love been off the nine shit, son. Yeah. Right, nothing close. And you know, it, this is like nothing. super side note, eh? But like the, the the joint that you sent me, right? The beat what? that's literally was like the first line of the verse I was writing about that, about what we're talking now. The first line, right? I said there was a time when we uh, kept the mind sharp as a pen yeah. and biting from an artist's rhyme was like a cardinal sin, right? Because the further you go back, is you couldn't do anything remotely close to saying, it was saying beef. like saying something. It was instant. Or it was like instant secretly beef. biting this style. It was yeah. It's cardinal sin, it man. It was a problem. You couldn't you couldn't have yeah. the same cadence as really Now that's the truth. I, I know, totally agree. Gonna it, gonna th- this is my you. devil's advocate, right? This is I, this is my devil's advocate. <laughs> when we were young, you know, I know I don't know how it was when you were, but down here that our parents swore that everything we listened to sounded alike. They didn't hear any nuance in what we was listening to. We heard it all. You see what I'm saying? Like we were immersed in it and we heard all the nuance, but my mom couldn't hear it. My, my uncles couldn't hear it. My dad refused to hear it. Like they just couldn't hear the nuance and what we was listening to it was just noise. I do think that there's a lot more nuance in what's mm-hmm. going on when you sit down and talk to the young ones about who they like and who they don't like and who bites who and who don't. You see what I'm saying? Because they have that culture. Like they talk that shit. You know what I mean? Like the fans, the young niggas do. You know what I mean? Like, but when we listen to what they listen to, all yeah. that shit sounds the same. So I think there's a part of it that our ears ain't really tuned to the differences and the nuance of what they got going on. It is, it is, it is absolutely, it is absolutely less nuanced yeah, and it's less it, different. It, 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 I'm trying, bro. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. It's both. <laughs> right that's what i was going to say that's what creates the problem so i i agree like our parents like listen to it to them if you ask my parents like they would have just figured like they didn't make Which it is crazy from like what if i'm playing Nas or jay or big like right like like yeah yeah but to them it's just always the same old mess right you know what i mean but i think that's you know musically dogmatic ears they don't want to they don't they didn't want to hear it and so I don't want us to be yeah. guilty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I'm not guilty of it. I think mm-hmm. there is less nuances, less creativity. They have microwave artists. So I'm not. It's still music though. So I'm. I know that there is subtle nuance differences and uh, yep. from artist to artist. But the problem is the bulk of what is being force yep. fed to the masses do sound exactly alike and indistinguishable. But that. You know, you know what? No, no, but no, I was just going to say, ahead, but there are, ahead, you know, those, you do have a Travis Scott. You do have a book. You do have mm-hmm. different people that, that may be doing something True. in the same vein, True. but they do have their own style of doing it. Mm-hmm. For me, you know what? Like, I, and, and I agree. That's with you. True. I agree with you. And along the same note, I just think it's just not enough. Diversity. Absolutely. I think be, there's, there's, there, there are some cats out here who definitely have their own unique sound, but to me, hip hop as a whole, I guess, as far as it the, is. the consumer facing side, 
it's kind of like turning into reggae tone. <laughs> it's just reggae, yeah. reggaeton, man. <laughs> Same exact beat, and like, cause I, li- I I love me some Spanish music, man. And when I just ride out, I, I put on a little Spanish station, mm-hmm. and they'll put on like five reggaeton records. And to me, it might as well be the same cat, cause it's the same exact beat, you know. So whenever I hear, you know, a lot of hip hop now, you know, and it's not knocking it, it's just what my ears are hearing. So like mm. going back to the parents thing, though, I've heard that, but not necessarily related to hip hop. It was like to early days, uh, okay, you know, because a lot of the elders. And I think there's a lot of history behind that, as there is with everything with music and you know the, the next generation. Because um, I know like the history of with Jamaica, like when I was growing up, they, like the dance hall that we heard in New York was banned from the radio in Jamaica. So whenever I would go to Jamaica, I always thought mm. it was weird how I never heard Shabarangs, I never heard Mad Cobra and all these artists that kind of helped set the wave for dance hall as as a modern form of like fly music. And that's why. So when when the elders would hear it and they were stateside, mm-hmm. first they thought it was trash, and they called it slackness. You know what I mean? Because it was like they're just talking about sex, and just and saying cuss words. But then eventually, I so for me, my ear can kind of understand as a as kind of a, a you know we on our OG stuff right now. So it's like okay, I can see how our elders heard so su- such a vast similarity between the, right. the early music. That it just sounded the same. But to me, in my brain, you couldn't say that about hip hop, but I imagine the elders did anyway, because that's just what it is. So I think I agree. I think that was a good point about <clears> Yeah. Right and 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 the rules and how some people have changed. Trying to hear it. Yeah. Like trying to hear that, bro. it was not okay for you to use my flow. <laughs> yeah. And now the goal is to be able to use a cadence. Nah. Because it's less about flow, nah, it's nah. about cadence. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the so the genre has changed. So yep. it's it's like yep. mm-hmm. I put it to you this way. It's funny because I I it's a cadence, but I can hear when there's somebody with superior skill using the cadence. You know what I mean? Like I can Oh hear absolutely. It, you know? So that that's the point I was trying to make. Yeah. yeah. There's uh-huh. a difference. It could be there a million somebody people nice. cadence, but I can tell there you go. who somebody really has nice. the talent. But there's the levels of nice because you can have somebody flow like me. With, yeah. I would say Miz is nice with cadence. Yeah. He's, he do something completely different with cadence. You know what I mean? Just like Cole does. Like he go into a yeah, a complete yeah. alien. Complete. Exactly. Man. Complete Man, alien, right? Alien, but <laughs> When Good. he's using cadence, what he, what it's, can't he do? it's completely you know I mean? nuts. And I can hear it like I can hear that this nigga can rap. You know what I mean? He doing he cause because for one, he's doing cadence and he ain't gotta punch that. Yeah. Yep. He can rap it. He ain't gotta punch it. He ain't doing a bunch of he ain't gotta do a bunch of punches. He can rap it. I I've seen him do it, right? Mm-hmm. But Mez will tell you young thug is a legend. You know what I mean? Which is like, hold on, wait, mm-hmm. what? Because he's saying he can see the freedom. Okay, okay. And he respects the freedom that Young Thug got, and which allows him to find the rhythms and the pockets and the cadences that he finds that are new. He just let them rip when they come when when other people have to work on it. Thug's talent is just letting it rip. We might not be able to understand what he's saying. Because we may be too tuned into what he's saying. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And, and that's another thing is not necessarily um, about, it's not more so today about what is being said as opposed to how it's being said. So that's what I was, the point I was going to make when I said I cut you off that hip hop now, right? Uh, the artist is, is cadence and vibe driven. Not, not yeah. substantive content and lyrical, lyrically driven. Nah. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's a hell of a uh, comparison, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's I never looked at it like that. I never looked at it like that. I think because once again, that old, person, I'm old you know, and I'm trying to not be the exact same person Alan mentioned as far as I and and then I might be missing out. So thank you for saying that, brother, because I definitely, while I hear it in a few t- a few people mm-hmm. who are. Like generally known as being kind of at the top of the top of that mm-hmm. top top of the, of their games, but and but for the most wrong. part, that's what's happening. For the most part, you're not wrong in trying that. to emulate that because what's being programmed and is what you're good. talking about. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So what you gonna yeah. hear when you turn on the radio? Yeah. What's got the most plays on the video on YouTube mm-hmm. is the canned stuff. But within that, there's some people out here that's that's doing some art. You know, there's Boogie, there's, there's, Boogie is a beast, you know what I mean? But, you know, uh, like Oof, I said, there's, yeah. G, there's J.I.D., there's Boogie, Miz, yeah. there's, yeah. you know, they out there. There's Earth Gang, even though Earth Gang is a little more outcast to me. Earth Gang yeah. is a... Mm-hmm. 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 I, you know, it's funny, and, that's and, what and, I always, and I'm not yeah, mad at it. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel the same way. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not hating on it. I mean, I, I, yeah, I like Earth Gang. You know what I'm saying? And a few other artists that you just mentioned. Um, and, and like you said, like you know, the, yeah. the, those are the yeah tip of the iceberg. Those are the cats who's actually kind of leading the wave, and everybody's trying to catch up. You know, and that's I guess that's good, but I think. I don't know, because I'm really trying to think back to, like, say, the golden era and how distinctly different the majority of the artists were that were coming out out of necessity, because there was nothing before that outside of, you know, right. music. That yeah, there had to be a lot more innovative because you didn't you know? have a lot of people mm-hmm. to borrow from yeah. because you kind of were the ones, right. like, kind of right. creating. Exactly. So right. I think that lends itself to the, the, the climate we're in now musically. You know, because there's there's, just, there's there's actually some history now at this point, you know, and and we, there was not that much history back right. then. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so, new, so the further you go back, the less history you have to draw from. Yeah. Oh, this conversation is good, man. It's definitely making me think, think through some things and some dissonance I was experiencing. Oh, yo, we go through that, but I think because <laughs> we because we, I was mad, we forced I was each upset. other to I'm have like, this conversation, be, like it's yet, like we've had, we've we've yeah. had conversations where. <laughs> The end of the podcast be pretty bleak, and we be like, "Damn, we we don't even know if we want to end it <laughs> on this, yeah, on this somber note." But sometimes we keep talking, and we talk ourselves <laughs> on that note, on that somber note, some hope <laughs> for hip hop. Yeah, you know what I mean, so yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think it's right. You know, I, I think this is exactly the type of conversations uh, that need to be had. 
yeah. in public in public spaces where like like on a yeah. you know a network or something where a lot of people can actually mm-hmm. their voice I think there'd be a lot generation more gap. especially with you know the you know the whole ongoing beef between old school right. and new school or old heads you know and and yeah the generation gap is mm-hmm. and I think just like with any other style of music you have to respect the people that came before you right but as as as, as OGs right. who've been around because the talent have to also and the talent is the gonna talent. be different and the talent right. is just right. right off you know mm-hmm. right that that's my and biggest it, fear you know and they're gonna be young yeah, this is diff- different and I different know how I was when I was less. I was making any less relevant I'm still irreverent you know what I mean so you couldn't tell me that <laughs> what I was doing was less than what you was doing. You know what I mean? Even though you couldn't have told, and if you told me that, it was on. Me and you had problems. Beef. So I understand mm-hmm. how these little niggas feel. Cause I, you see what I mean? Like I get it. Cause you was going to have smoke for me if you tried to tell me you was doping in me just because yeah. you could play the guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a damn about none of that. I never had the inspiration to do that, but can you make a beat, though? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, now, you know, so I, I get where they coming from. I might not agree with it. I might not agree how they talk to niggas sometimes. Mm. And, and sometimes they'll be like, such and such was whack, just to make a point. You know? And they don't even necessarily really mean it. But, yeah, like you said, you're right. I think it is something that needs to happen yeah. on a platform. Yeah. We need to be able to have these conversations back and forth. Because if you get in the lab with them, like I done been in the studio with some young niggas and they they eat up an old head showing them respect. You see what I'm saying? Like they love it. They eat it up and they and they and they and they return it and they'll sit down and ask you questions and, and all that. They don't wanna, you know, they don't wanna be making something that's whack that we think is whack. They don't want us to think they whack. Yeah. So in 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 essence, it goes down to just be, you know, also just real, recognized, real, but also what you said is actually very important as far as how sometimes Facts. the young heads won't just automatically mm-hmm. give the OG the respect unless right. like, the respect is given first. I mean, and, and not necessarily in, always in that order, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like, and that's not how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? We were, we were raised just respect your elders, regardless. You know, because the elders is always gonna know better versus no. You see, that's I know that's how I was. Name, but and the, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's how, how I was. I'm like, you know, I think we could talk, but until then, and it's funny because the older I've gotten, the more I've become that way. And you know what that is? It's just cynicism. That's what that is. And if you think about it, because of the way we are now with technology, and the younger people are a bit more yeah. savvy when it comes to just Facts. worldliness and technology, they probably just a little bit more advanced than we were anyway, 20 years ago, now that I'm thinking about it, to where they feel they don't have to, whereas us, we didn't have any, mm-hmm. we weren't thinking about politics. Yep. We weren't that thinking about this we, and that. Yeah. Whereas kids now, they have the so much information. They, they got access to more, they got access mm-hmm. to more information mm-hmm. and they literally just have more access. It, yeah. but that's, that, when we know. thinking you had to jump through yeah, and pay dues and get nice and you see what i'm saying all this they like nah you don't have to do none of that over here i'm nice now because i could you you see what i'm saying like i got an album and it's out you see what i'm saying so like when we had to figure out how to get a record done yeah 
<laughs> just done. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, right. Get it yeah, finished. Just, right. just done. <laughs> not even not, not, not even talk about and the and then just get people to hear it. Yep. Right. That was un, it was yep. unheard of. Now you have a laptop. You're 16 with a laptop. You good. Yeah. You literally yeah. have all right there. Yep. To produce, record, and do the artwork all right there. So <laughs> some of it's gonna sound worse too. And do it right because there. Because they have all, in all the that access. Some of it's you gonna design your you, you, mean, you, you, you yeah, see what I'm it. saying? I get it. You gotta expect some of it to sound worse. You right. gotta know some of it's gonna be ass. Because these people ain't even taking the time to become musicians before yeah. they put music yeah, yeah. out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. I don't know who turned... Go ahead. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll... Yeah, it's on me. But I wanted to... Th- before... While we already on this note, before we uh, pivot into uh my next pick i wanted to say uh, of the people that you mentioned like dope Thank new you. artists like i appreciate J-I-D it because i've been thinking it Boogie. i've been thinking Maxo his name Cream. and i was gonna put him on the back so but maxo Cream. thank you yeah maxo <laughs> is one of them dude maxo is one of the ones that he, <laughs> you'll see when you listen yeah. to him like you know uh he is special but i you know what i gotta do alan man yeah I gotta wean myself Please off this gangster music, bro. What's that? I, I'm... <laughs> I, I just know you, it's bro, not good I... for the culture. Yeah. It's not good for I, us. I, 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 I can help you. Can help. I, I got some playlists on deck. You know, it definitely. It's so. You. You I mean, hard as hard. I'll tell you what, though, man. Like, for me, my like gangster music. Is that, that, what's the last project came out? Yeah, yeah. Benny the From Butcher. Buffalo. What's his name, man? Oh, see, no, no, no Conway. No. Okay, West Side. Pray for Paris. West Side. Oh, you West Side Which one? His latest okay. one he just released. It. Okay, Pray for Paris. The yeah. one he just dropped like two weeks ago. Yes, right. And <laughs> listen, yeah. And see, but for me, like, to me, like, my favorite newer joint is not like <laughs> yeah, me but too. that's they whole vibe. You know what I'm saying? That's the irony of where I'm at now. Like they sound right, like something right. I would have listened to that yeah. 10, 15 years ago and been like, yo, it's still it's that and makes if it came sense, out there, it would like, like I, I listen exactly to like you know, I'm on everything Griselda. Now, you know what I mean? So uh, that's why I think that resonates with me. Everything Griselda. That's not true because we slept on that one. Like they put out so much product that you can it, yeah. like Pray for Paris came okay. out real close okay. to um no, I listened to Pray for Paris, but I slept yeah. on Lulu. Which is the Conway exactly? So Conway, I like Lulu better than I do Pray for Paris. Yeah, yeah. Which was the Conway project with Alchemist. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, so I Lulu. But unfortunately, that's really my least favorite Conway project. West Side project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. That's my least favorite. But see, that's what I'm saying. Right? We have some, another conversation about <laughs> I could drink a glass of wine for that and knock somebody. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know that's, that's the beauty of that product. Yeah. Like, you want to like either knock somebody out cold or just sit down and drink yes, a glass sir. of wine. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. I'm with you, though. I feel you. I feel I'm you. Just saying, that's though, the man. kind of that's music like, I want to like yeah. yeah. the same That's time. it right there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right. You do a lot. It can go a lot of ways. It's, it's dangerous, man. Right? It's dangerous. Yeah, Let's do. Do a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. Go a lot of ways. All right. So we, I think this seven too, if I'm not mistaken. All right. So I'm gonna go with th- this. Is okay. literally my favorite album cover. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll explain why. But Nas Illmatic. Um. Because okay. I, okay. I I feel like looking mm-hmm. at this cover, which we already discussed kind of when we talked about Big, uh, his cover, but uh, his baby picture with the his um, the Queensbridge Housing Projects like um, kind of in the backdrop, mm. like it's like seeing his world through his eyes, and that's exactly what you got from the stories, yeah. the street yeah. poetry. That he gave us in a high, mm-hmm. high lyrically advanced way on Illmatic. He drew us into his world and took us on a tour from since he what his eyes yeah. have seen in those streets from that time up to the point where he released the album. And it's a culmination of his experiences, uh, his ups and downs, and you know, just as just life as he know it coming out of that, uh, out of that borough. So I I thought it was dope, and I think it's I like, mm-hmm. I like, um, I like pictures that speak to me. Like when I see that, like I, I can feel it. I feel the album. Like the album, absolutely. And this um, is one of those ones, like Chris said earlier. So, <clears throat> if I was flipping, through intertwined with the cover, and seeing this album cover for the first time, I'm dropping the needle on this because I need to know what the hell this album's about. You know what I mean? And I think the only thing that could have made this album better yeah. a better match with the cover is if they yeah. had stole a cover from the album uh from the album that inspired it. If they'd have stole the name, you see what I'm saying? A a child is born. Yep. Right. Cause Illmatic, like yeah, you said, man. Like you oh said my before, god, Illmatic took that name. Yeah, yeah. It was now this yeah. is a home run. Well, it may be even more yeah, epic because this gave yeah. the word Illmatic a meaning. You see what I'm saying? So I, I understand that. Right. So it, it's like it's almost ready yeah. to die. You see what I'm saying? It's almost the same. It's almost you know, if if they'd have done that, then they definitely, I, I definitely would have had to say ready to die, baby. Yeah. yeah. But because it's not called a child, a child is born. And ready to die is a little bit because of the name of the album, a little bit more th- thematically in line. But yeah. this album cover, based on what you hear, I'm talking about as soon as you start hearing the train tracks mm-hmm. on the first joint. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. That was New York, man. But that was, and I was from Brooklyn. I didn't, mm-hmm. I think they were saying Illmatic in Queens, but. Same thing, man. I never, right. I didn't know what nomadic meant as far as the word. I never heard that before until that album. Yep. So there was no connection there. But yeah, you know, like y'all are saying, man, the the, the artwork, the record sounds like the artwork and vice versa. You know what I mean? It, it's just like a perfect blend. Mm. And it's just a beautifully executed, like photo, yeah. like a double exposure. Right. Yeah, it really Photoshop back then. You know, that's all hand done. You know, so that's also cool. Like as as photography nerd, I'm right. like, that's that's dope. It's like for me. Mm-hmm. It, it the Illmatic cover reminded me of mm. the first album cover I can remember 
that got my attention as a child. And it was a Nancy Wilson jazz album cover. And let me look this up real quick, man. But it was an album cover that it must have come out like in the sixties. But it was the first time I'd ever mm. seen a double exposure photograph. Literally, the first time. And I remember as a kid staring at that album and being fascinated by it. It was called uh, something like that. I, out of my head. It was a single. Oh, that's crazy. Album, but it was a song was like inside my head or something like that. So the album cover actually the sound really of name illustrated that it was three versions of an experience, hmm. emotion, and the emotion. Main joint. And the two that were kind was of it a, like purple writing across the top? And this was like back in the sixties, bro. Okay, this ain't this probably ain't it then. I think that's it. It was uh, I remember the background was blue, as far as the uh, Nancy Wilson. That's fire. Yeah, but that but, th- but so anyway, the Nas album cover definitely reminded me of that because of the technique used. That's and I, dope, and that's how I knew I was. Had to take pictures. Yeah, that, it definitely spoke to me when I saw it. That was fascinating to me. That, I mean, so we're going to talk a little bit about where he actually got the inspiration from. Okay. So. Yeah, please do. Here. Album artwork, album cover. <clears throat> so it said that. The cover was inspired by a 1974 jazz album called A Child is Born. And Chris, you said the other day was uh Howard Hanger's trio is the name of that uh is the is the art what well, the artist, Howard Hanger. And I'm looking at the uh the cover and it's Yeah. Yeah. If he if it wasn't inspired by it, it should have been. You know what I mean? I'm talking about the the sepia tone, the yeah, same exact thing. Yeah, so it is. It's just amazing. Yeah, it was the same exact tone, color palette, everything, man. So whoever the art director, true was, indeed, they knew. I think they knew. True indeed. So it says accepted the separate right cover designed by Amy <laughs> McCauley. Features a photo of not a photo of Nas as a child superimposed over a ba- backdrop of a city block, and the city block was taken by Danny Clinch. Hmm. Was he? I see. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Hmm. And Danny was doing a lot of that. Yeah, they say he worked yeah. with. Uh, Danny worked with yeah, a lot of people, hip hop and not Danny smashing was, pumpkins. A lot of Jork, yeah, uh, Bork. Artist photos. Is that how you say his name? But Jork. Yeah, Jork. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, Tupac. <coughs> yeah, this is crazy. Diverse, yeah, for real. Jork. But yeah, this that illmatic man. I mean, that might be diverse. The greatest one of all of all hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely with it you. It might think, be the um, best one. Like it's just it's, it's so iconic, man. So I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it's so iconic. The album was so good. The story it tells, the the fact that it, it was not I won't say bitten, I'll say paid homage to so many times after it happened. 
because everybody, everybody now with a child on the cover, yeah. you might not even know you yeah. got it from Nas. Like, there's people now that's doing it. They think they got it from Lil Wayne, which is which is a testament to Nas. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's so timeless that it got bitten so hard yeah. that three generations later, people are biting it via another artist mm-hmm. that bit you. So yes, you know, yeah, it is. But yeah. you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Ain't nothing. All right. So who who turn we at now? Everything is just a recycled version that already, of something that already came out. That already happened. That it was done. Yeah. So we get one, two. That's you. Oh, is it you? It okay, because I did. Mm-hmm. Now. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. I mean, I got a couple on. That's the one I want to hear. Like, some, one of them is like kind of questionable. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay. No, it's, it's it's actually but Wow, no, I thought about that. <laughs> you know really? like, okay, this would be an All honorable right. mention. How about that? Common beef. Ooh, I like that. You know why? Because how many times you seen a black man <laughs> smiling on his yeah. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Yeah. The brother's yeah. bed line was tight. The bed line. <laughs> see where the bed line hit? <laughs> It was beard inspiration right there early, bro. You know what I mean? So for me, yeah, yeah. B was on a level. But I'm like, brother, smiling like I remember when I first saw the album. I'm like, this this can't be the album. Word? Okay. All right. Brother happy. Cool. Yeah. That's actually refreshing to see. Yeah. And I I like that. I like the fact that you mentioned that he's smiling Mm -hmm. because I feel like that, I feel like that picture goes along with the album title B. Like, I mean, when you are being, when you exist. Nirvana. Right. That I mean. When you truly can yeah. be who you are, that's the state of I happy. think that deserves peace. Yeah, I yeah. think it's legit, bro. Indeed. I think it's so legit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I might throw that. Yeah. I think so. And 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 it doesn't hurt that. Yeah, the I think that's what yeah. I was kind of feeling funny about. <laughs> it was classic. Oh, that's, that's actually sure. one of my favorite common albums. Yes, from the I really cool. like that yeah, choice, yeah, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like incredible. The fact that okay, this is the this is the. The uh, is I don't know if dichotomy is the right word, but this is the the, the yin and yang of hip hop. If B common is on the list because this the really the only one we could think about yeah. mm-hmm. in history of hip hop with a with a black man is smiling on the cover. You know what I'm saying? Big smile. Like this man is smiling. Somebody caught him happy. With a, with that alone, big smile. That's too. that's and I know right. Smile. This you see what I'm saying? Like just the, I'm like, okay. That's right. Dope. That's dope right. for the culture because we needed it. You know what I mean, even if I'm even if I'm just getting it today, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Then it's that it's perfect, right? But on the other end of that spectrum, you gotta mm-hmm. have straight out of Compton, mm-hmm. <laughs> which which is which is <laughs> it's about balance. You oh, know what I mean? Man. Like. 
They, they, okay, that's the right <laughs> word. Cool. So, yeah, so yeah, that's a true dichotomy. You know? I don't want to talk about it on the yeah, hip hop. Right kind of like that. That kind of shows you the range of of hip hop, of what you can be. No pun intended. You see what I'm saying? Like you could be the, you could be. It's all situational, yes. right? Yes. It's about situation. It's about perspective. Yeah. And I think that's what the balance needs to be about more than hip hop, than, you know, whether it's about gangster or whether it's about conscious. You know what I'm saying? It's about your situation and your perspective. If you're going to be honest to that, then we're going to get product like straight out of Compton. And from there, you get death certificate with Ice Cube and America KKK's Most Morning and these things, which was needed in the culture, even probably more than what. You see what I'm saying? NWA was kicking. I think the thing that the NWA was kicking was the fuck the police and a glimpse of what was going on in LA that we would have never understood had they not done that music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. But that was definitely like the news for me. The only thing I, I could relate I to about it was the, I the I couldn't to most of that. I could relate to the you know, angst and I could relate to the entertainment level of it. Anything I could relate to. Right? But it gave me a... I felt like I understood some shit by the time the Rodney King thing happened because I had experienced mm-hmm. that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I... To what was going on. I knew mm-hmm. enough about L.A. through the music to know... Mm-hmm. what I was seeing on the news. You see what I'm saying? That, that, like, I was informed about the people. Because otherwise, I'm just looking at what the news is showing me. But because I heard some perspective, yeah. I already heard fuck the police from young niggas. You see what I'm saying? So when I see this, I know it's some bullshit going on. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was the news. But the album cover, back to that, it... I think we spoke on this before, but the uh Yeah. But the um the aesthetic I think carried on for years and years and years and years. Like just the upshots, making rappers appear larger than life or more menacing or more dangerous. Uh, I think that aesthetic was repeated. I think they, you know that was that was uh the birth of that, yeah. in my opinion. I can't remember before that. What is this? Uh oh. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, uh, who turn is it? Yeah, it's on you. What what number we on though? Hold on. This might be like mm. nine or ten. So it's on me. Yeah. One, two, three, okay. This is this. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Count it because we should be nine. Yeah. You know, eight. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my um, my uh, what what we on? This nine you said. Mm. Okay. So food and liquor, Lupe Fiasco, first uh, album. That cover, I love okay. everything about this cover. One of my favorite covers. You know what I mean? That was the uh, 
Which one was that? The one with the photo? Right. The so they laid them on a green mat and took the picture, out. had them laying down on a green mat, and then they hung the objects that's around him to make it appear like it was floating like on stream. And yeah, did it. And so I love okay. I love the photograph. I love all the different objects that's floating around him. And it looked like he's levitating, which was taken from a Japanese comic. Um, that's where the whole concept of that cover came from with hmm. a Japanese comic called Domu that you know he was into but all the objects floating around him are like you know things that was nostalgic to his childhood and things that kind of made him who he is that led to up to the album so like mm-hmm. just to name a few things like mm-hmm. uh, it's a phone in his hand which was his actual Blackberry phone at the time a Nintendo yep. cartridge uh, a Quran by his shoulder that it was given to him by his father and then he's holding a, a boombox like um, he said Cartier glasses on his head that he had just bought. So, and you know, some Japanese comics, a book on philosophy. Like, so the whole joint was like, you know, what I mean, I, I, I love that, and I love the, um, just the colors the, in it. I've always liked that album cover. Always liked that album cover, and I, and I think now that, because I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. know a lot about. Yeah. Now that you're it's breaking hotter it down, than I, it's hotter than I thought. The execution was. is incredible, man. Like the execution is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like a lot of intentionality that goes yeah. into that. You know, a lot of thought that went into all the items that are placed in there. So that's dope. Yeah. All right. So it's on you, right? And I this think is so. Cover number ten. Yeah. Oh man. Big ten, man. Close it out. Shucks. <laughs> so. Got to be a good one, man. All right. Chad news. Pressure. It is a lot of pressure, bro. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. You think you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. Oh, man. Write it down. Okay. I got it right here. All right. Shit. To pimp a butterfly. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Didn't expect that one. Okay. No. Right. Wow. Yeah, that one was That's epic to me. What'd you expect? So I expected one of. Okay, so I expected you to say um, uh, uh, public enemy. Uh, Take the nation to hold us back. Nation yeah. to hold us back. Yeah. So I expected you to say that, but I thought that you may have was going to say a Kendrick one because if it came back around, I was going to say actually a Kendrick one, but I did not expect the Pimper Butterfly. I thought it would be Good Kid, Mad Son. Oh, for real? See, yeah, that, I, was, that was on my list as well. Yeah, that was okay, on my list. Okay, the good kid is on your yeah, list. Yeah, that's where I was going next. That, that, I, I love that one, but that to pimp a butterfly with all them niggas in front of that White House like that. Powerful as hell. Yeah. Powerful, bro. Powerful. And then what the album was about, it was, you know what I mean? Like it was, that was, that was, that was, a, when I saw that picture, you know what's funny though? When I saw that picture, I knew it reminded me of something. Mm-hmm. And it did. It reminded me of the the D'Angelo album that came out before that. I think the D'Angelo Black, Black Messiah. Exactly. Yeah. It reminded me of the Black Messiah cover. Um, but yeah, to pimp a butterfly is that was just ill to me. You know that. You want to know something crazy? What's up? All the time that album has been out, and I never noticed that judge. They all. Stand on, I just noticed that bottom. too on the bottom. Yeah, but his eyes crossed out. I never noticed. That. Yeah, oh, word. 
I'm angry at myself, bro. <laughs> how would I not? That makes it even more powerful. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how, how did I miss that? I think because it's in the, the lower right corner, the lower left corner like that. Yeah. I can see how we get lost in the sauce, but that, that was a detail I totally missed. And I think it was supposed to get lost in the sauce. Mm-hmm. I think that was the whole image. That, that was yeah. the whole point. That they got him down there hammed up. Yeah. <laughs> Put his fucking hands. limbs up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I love that one. Um, That's a great choice. Yeah, great that choice. does something for me. I, you know. <laughs> that would do something for me. I mean, you, you know what? Like, this is, it takes a nation's of millions to hold us back 2020. Right, right, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't think they would have been able to pull this off and it resonated quite the same back in what, whenever it was, 90 something? 90, 80, 88, yeah. 88, 89. Wow. Yeah. I have that too somewhere in the stash, the original, an original copy of that. Stop. Yeah. Yep. Stop. You might not know because I don't, but yo, though, though they were on the bill at the first concert I ever went to. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Real Roxanne, Stessa Sonic, EPMD, Public Enemy. That's a dope set. I'm talking about dope, a dope, dope set. Line. Dope. Yeah. Everybody but Real Roxanne, but she was so fine, it didn't matter what she was saying. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was. And I met her after the show. She was the only one out of all the people I met. Show you what the trajectory of my life was gonna be, but um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's pimp a butterfly. Now, one thing I did want to talk about, I know that was ten, but we talked about something the other day, and I wanted to get your opinion on it, Chris. Uh, Alan, we talked about the the Daytona cover for uh, Push the T. Okay, let me pull that up real quick. And it is a uh... yeah. I don't. I don't even know what. I want you to. I want you to take a good look at it before we talk about it. Alan, you with me? Oh, did we lose Alan? No, he's still. Oh, he's still on. Still on. It looks like. Yeah, I've but... never seen this album cover before. You said you had never seen it. No. Nah, yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, this whole thing kind of went over my head. Now. All right. Um, so. And I'm looking at it now, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so you heard us, Alex. So you obviously know what we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. So we starting with just because I need to understand what you feel about this. And so Alan, what do you think about it? And cause then we'll explain to Chris what's really going on because he hadn't seen his album cover. Yeah, I hadn't seen it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I don't think I maybe I didn't. Okay, so yeah. I said for, I know we got the 10. Right. Right. But there was an album cover that I wanted to discuss that nobody brought up. Okay. And me and you talked about it. And I wanted to see what Chris thought about it. Oh. <laughs> and, oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Now when you said he wanted to know what's going on. <laughs> right. Which cover you think yeah. I'm talking about? I think you're talking about Pusher. Yeah, Pusha T Daytona. That was on my list. That's on <laughs> I my know list. Fact. I know See, it was, and I'm hot you ain't said it. Yeah, but, I know. Me too. So now go ahead. I, I didn't I didn't seen a few crack houses before, so this definitely look like it's a it's, it's a spot. Yeah. But it's you a know? special yeah, it's a person. Pers- spot. Yeah, it's a personal <laughs> trap have, house. That's now. what I'm saying. I want to know the backstory now. So I don't know whose spot it is. Yeah, so this uh, this photo is from a two 
this is the bathroom of Whitney Houston uh, picture taken in 2006. The night she died. Yeah, this was supposedly after six year, uh, six like after a binge that she went on. But then now uh, this is supposed to be the photo from from the hotel. She died, right? Yeah, but she was yeah she was on the binge too. Yeah. Yeah, I know she was on the binge, but I I thought this was the one that specifically the night that she was found. No, no, no. So this is from her home in Houston. This ah, picture was actually taken in her bathroom is. in Houston. Sure is. I see. I see. Yeah, I yeah, see. yeah. Her mom okay. said when her mother said when she walked through it, yeah, it, it, she was mortified. Oh man. Hold on. This was from her crib. And what? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was released to the public after she died. Right. Um, of course, Bobby Brown was upset about it. So the cover art, just like the album for Pusha T, was already done. And Kanye, he said Kanye called him literally the night before the album was supposed to come out, one in the morning, like, yo, I want to change the artwork. And he told him this was the picture he wanted to use to represent the music on the album. And uh, he, and Pusha was thinking he had to pay for it. He was like, you know, I don't have the money for it. And Kanye, he said, Kanye told him, well, you know, I didn't ask you to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. So he paid, ended up paying $86,000 for the license for that photo. And pardon me, $85,000 mm-hmm. of his own money for the license for the photo to use for the cover. Now, what I like about it what i like about it to me i mean you know i I understand why bobby brown was upset and this that and the other because it actually that picture appeared in appeared in the national Enquirer first but uh, you know and the only thing that's some stuff kanye edited out one of the things he took out was a beer can because of you know um Right, exactly. Um, But it's pretty much the original with just a little bit of his own, you know, stuff he had to edit out. But what I like about it is just I like the purple. Like, it's chaos. Right. (laughs) But but that's what but when we listen to Pusha T music, a lot of what's going on in that bathroom is what is reflected in his music. That's one. Two, I like you get some of the purplish hues in this picture. Mm-hmm. And on the very second song on the album, Pusha said to all my young niggas, this is my purple tape. I am the ghost in your ray. Right? Mm-hmm. Like referring back to um, Cuban Links. And purple if you cassette tape. And if you bought, like mm-hmm. I did, I bought this album. It came in a purple with this cover. It came with a purple cassette tape like Cuban Link. Um, and and, mm. and and so of course it's again though it's a Kanye move, uh, up po- you know which a lot of stuff you do polarizing you either hate him or love it for what he's doing, but so he's you know I mean he's again pushing pushing the line with this, creating <laughs> mm. oh. controversy. But but in truth, it, I mean that's what art do. That's a fact. Yeah. That's so that's exactly why I was thinking, chosen. man. I think this is genius. Yeah. Man. I think it's genius. I would be mortified if it was my family. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna detach myself from that yeah. and just and look, look at objective and someone. That, yeah, this is um, it's genius. Right. It's, it's genius that that and 
So I think it's a testament to Ye as far as having that foresight to be like, yo, this is gonna kill him. Yeah, literally. This is gonna kill him. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I, I will, I, and that's what I'm saying, like, as far as music going back to how I feel about Kanye, I think he's probably one of the greatest creative directors. Yeah. Mm. Contemporary creative directors, exist, like, right now, like, he's actively working. Yeah. You know, because, but but also to have the autonomy and the budget. There you go. It kind of helps. Yeah, it does. So that definitely lends itself to a lot of what we're seeing, and I get that, but. That's nuts, man. Yeah, I've never seen this before. And oh crazy, wow! Man. Yeah, I love it, man. Too genius. Yeah, and 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 I think because when I, I mean I I've always liked it as the album cover. Yeah, you know what I mean I I thought it was wrong as hell. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I thought it was wrong as hell. I thought it was a little bit distasteful. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But sometimes you have to not give a damn about what people see as tasteful. Yeah, to get your art off. Right. You know, so, you know, I, I get it from that standpoint. But what I also realized is that what you see in this picture, this is probably the best representation of the destruction that Pusha T causes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you're looking at the highest end. Like, Pusha T is high-end destruction. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like Jay Z was high end destruction, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? This is high end destruction. This is one of the richest, most touted, yeah. most talented women in the world. This is her destruction. You're looking at this is high end destruction. I don't know. I, I can't think of a picture that's gonna tell that story better. Yeah, and I can't think of too many artists that do high end destruction better than Pusher. Yeah. Song for song, even Jay, oh, even Jay Z. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause, cause Pusher don't really come out that lane. Jay Z, you know, he give you party songs. He give you, you know, he done mm-hmm. give you four, four, four. He done. Pusher is high end destruction from day one to now. Yeah. <laughs> no growth. We're not talking about growth here. The only thing we growing is our bank account. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know? also speaks to Pusha T genius because if he was not as gifted and talented as he was with painting pictures and rhyming, people would have gotten tired of him a long time ago. But he has been able to artfully, continuously mm-hmm. do this type of music and people love it. Yeah, facts. Yeah, facts. He's found a million ways to tell the same story and yeah. people not get tired. True. indeed but yeah this is i'm i'm glad you see it as genius i chris i think it's interesting that you see it as genius i didn't know how that was gonna go but i did want to know what you thought of this cover as a yeah i mean think like think about it like this though i mean when i look at all of this everything we talked about tonight man it's all art and what if andy Mm -hmm. warhol used this photo in a like say he was still alive, obviously, but he used this photo as a centerpiece of an art gallery of of the yep. industry, life in the industry, yep. for example, right? They call yep. it imaging. Yeah. They say, and they'd be, of course, they'd be the naysayers and the people who would think it's offensive, and all great art does it. Right. So it yep. did its job, and that's how I'm looking at it. I'm like, y'all, I, I, I'm, I'm offended, but I'm like, y'all, this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really how I felt. I felt, I was offended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think it's distasteful. 
Yeah, yeah. Bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's fire though. It's like that. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's, this photo it's fire. And the funny thing is, you said yeah. you didn't seen a couple crack houses, and you know it's some mess going on in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, as soon as I saw, I was like, oh, that's, that's, yeah, he that's, knew that's, what that's, it was that's, right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> High end mess yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I see the, the marble yeah, top. Yeah, right. Go, go, handles. Whoever, whoever was there. Yeah, you know, they had a budget, budget but they, and they blew it on whatever yeah. you seen. It's an absolute bottle in the in the right corner. Look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They was getting the end, packing new ports in the all the way in the packing back. Packing new ports in the back, cocaine on the counter. Let's go. <laughs> Poor baby. God bless Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man. Um, do we? I think we need to run back through the list. All right. Since we got ten, and uh, I think we got the ten. We did. Yeah, common B being one of them. So let's say reasonable doubt, mm-hmm. and the seal Pete Rock and Seal Smooth, uh, Mick and the Soul Brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I wrote wrote down the right album. Common B, Iron Man, <laughs> from Ghostface Killer, Low End Theory, from a trial called Quest, Ice T with Power. Midnight Baradas from a trial called Quest, Illmatic from Nas, To Pimp a Butterfly from Kendrick, Straight Out of Compton from NWA. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Did you mention nine, Jay Z? Reasonable Doubt. I did. Okay. Okay, so we threw some extra ones ahead. Some some of them might have been, um, you know, yeah. mentions. I know we mentioned. Um, yeah. Lupe Fit. No, you might have said it. Big, big, big. No, I didn't. We uh, Ready to Die was in there. Okay. That's the one I didn't write down. Uh, so we actually probably did 12. Because I think oh, all yeah. of us went the same amount of time. So yeah, Ready to Die was in there. I know an honorable mention was Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lupe, Lupe Fiasco, Fiasco was on there. Um, yep. Yeah. Food yeah. and liquor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Because Daytona wasn't one. You see what I'm saying? That was the, that was the last one that was an honorable mention. Yeah, so I think we did a pretty good list, man. We got some classic album covers in here, brother. Solid, yeah, man. Solid yep. I'm happy with that list. The only ones mm-hmm. that I would have said, let's let's just real quick name one that I, one or two that you would have said that you didn't get to say. I would do Ghetto Boys, We Can't Be Stopped, and Things Fall, Fall Apart by the Roots. Ooh, Things Fall Apart <laughs> by the Roots. Damn, how yeah. did I even forget that? Yeah. That was okay. One I had too, now, yeah, real quick, I have a question. That Ghetto Boys album, you name is that the one with Bushwick Bill? They, you already know. Yes, them? sir. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I had that yeah. down. Yeah. Because that was that was that's an epic yeah. cover. Okay. So I named one on your list, Chris, and one on your list, uh, Alan. Um, Dope. Yeah. Yeah. And so other than that, I, I had Eric B and Rakim painting full. Yeah, yeah. Super classic. Super classic. classic. Because I think that really captured, you know, what was going on, what was the mentality yep. in 1980s. Yeah, that pretty much encapsulated hip-hop in 1987. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, everything you could think about hip-hop was in that picture. Yep. Mm. 
You got any Chris that you didn't get to say? Yeah, I was gonna say Diamond. Come on, with it. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite records, like hip hop production wise records ever. But the cover was huge because it was out there you know, rolling dice. And once again, it was a double. Well, it was a selective coloring technique used on that album cover. That was the first time I seen that. So he had the green jacket on it. Yeah. Everything else was black and white, you know. And then it was like a blur effect on everybody else. But Diamond D was crisp, dope in the middle. So that was fly to me back then. Yeah, that's a dope ass album too, yo. Diamond D oh, is one of the most man. underrated producers in hip hop yeah. history. Yes, yes, yeah. Between him and, yep. and Tip, yep. Yeah, it, cats got so many joints that people didn't yep. even know they did. Right, that's right. a fact. Like I was telling Abe the other day that Q-Tip produced um, that FIFA on Pusha T album. It's darkest before sun. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't even know he did that. Right. like, yo, he got to yeah, stop, cool. yo. That's cool. <laughs> he got to stop. I got to go back and listen to it. Yeah. And you knew that was, and I meant to ask you just a side note, but you knew that when you first heard Revenge of the Dreamers 3, right, that the Earth Gang song, you knew that was Bink the moment you heard it? Hell no. Nah. Okay, yeah, that's Bink. Which one? The, um... Uh, keep your head on the swivel. That joint. Word? Yeah, that's okay. Bink. Bink. <laughs> Who? Bink? The producer yeah. Bink. We got to do a whole yeah, episode on Bink. I know somebody that's working with, with, with him. Right now? Joint. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they about to get nothing yeah, for fire. I can it. tell you that. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's yeah, the producer yeah. I would definitely like letting produce the Yes, sir. Album. Yeah. Short, shorty sent me the stamps. <laughs> It was like, yo, what you think? Oh my god, this is fire. What you send them to? Oof. Me? Yeah, shit, fire. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. big, big, that big. I'm like, okay, yeah, small world. Jesus, yeah, Bink is that dude, something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a Bink episode. Yeah, got to. Matter of fact, let's yeah, write that down. down. We gotta do that. Write that down. Bink episode. Mm-hmm. That might mess around to start a series. Mm-hmm. Talking about people we need to talk about and just you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Keyboards. <laughs> instruments. They said keyboards, instruments. Uh let's say instruments, keyboards, NPC two thousand and drums. <laughs> Come on mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. But yeah, y'all think we did enough for this comprehensive list, man? <laughs> yeah, I think we good. We got it covered. Yeah, man, that was a solid list, man. I, I'm actually inspired to make a collage. And dope. Print it. Ooh, that would be and make dope. Of that put it on dope. the wall, man. Yeah. Yo, if you if you do make one, I would purchase a print for sure. Yes, me too, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I am, man. Like real talk, because I'm seeing when I when I was doing the research, I was seeing a lot of collages of a lot of these album covers and some kind of mixed in. And I said, "Why well, I don't have something like that up? That don't even make sense." So I'm going to do that. Hey, please, please, I'm excited for, for that. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'm excited for that. That's nuts, right there, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's what the show is supposed to do, right there, is inspire art. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, man. I, oh, I'm, I'm heavily inspired. I'm, I'm inspired by just the, you know, all the beautiful artwork we talked about. But, man, that, that Daytona Cup, for some reason, is really sitting nice. heavy. Right nice, now. nice, nice. <laughs> like, you know, but because but, it speaks to what the art, like, art does. It shocks. It makes, it causes people to have conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes you question what you think is right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's that's what art is, man. And that's, that's I'm glad we saved it for last, and I'm glad you brought it up, yeah. like, Alan. You know what I mean? Because I wouldn't have said nothing about it. <laughs> Alan brought dope, it to man. me as one of them. I was like, "Word, I don't know." Yeah. Then I got to yeah, thinking, was like, "Yo, that yeah. shit is just." It could go. I mean, it 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 brings, like you said, it's polarizing. Yeah. You're gonna feel Absolutely. one way yeah. or another, especially yeah. when you hear the story. You right. Know? Yeah. <clears throat> And that's the first thing I thought when I saw it. I yep. said, I want to make a story about yep. this. What is this about? Yep. The genius of Kanye in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, boy, if y'all think we did enough, man, um, I'm going to thank you, Chris, man, for, for chopping it up with us again this week. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Of course, man. It's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure to have you, man. And we appreciate the insight again. Definitely. Bro. But um, uh, as usual, man, we're going to ask y'all to go to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Conversate for a Few. We're going to ask you to go to your favorite DSP. I don't care whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Anchor. And just make sure you uh, subscribe to Conversate for a Few Hip Hop Podcast. Be sure to share the show with your friends because that's the only way they're going to know what we hear is if you let them know. Uh, leave us a comment. If you got some albums that add some album covers to add to this list, or you think some of them that we named shouldn't be on the list, let us know. Um, rate the show, give us five mics, five stars, five bars, whatever you like, well, as long as they're ours. Um, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. Uh, there's a future coming your way. There's a future in your future. How about that? Right. <laughs> How about that? A future in your future. Um, <laughs> I ain't going to talk too much about that, but, you know, y'all know it's coming. Uh, y'all ain't getting no TDKs. Y'all not getting no Sonys, no Maxils, no empty joints. Y'all going to wait till the coronavirus in, uh, end, and we going to um, make sure y'all keep the, the empty Maxils and TDKs and <laughs> and all those joints. But uh, with that being said, yo, I'm going to thank the special guest again. Thank Chris Charles for coming through and chopping it up with us. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank Great you so time. much, man. And uh, with that being said, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Please listen to this podcast.
Conversate for a few.